The following is a production by Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. You can support Lone Star Community Radio by donating and sponsoring programs just like this. For more information, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. This segment is brought to you by... Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at teamsinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Taylor and Conroe Culture News, FM 104.5, 106.1, live streaming on IRLoneStar.com and also live Mark Taylor is your host, and uh, today we are going to talk about uh, the candidates. We have John Hapley in the first se- in the first segment. He is a candidate for County Court of Law One, and in the second segment will be Sarah Countryman. She's a candidate for County Judge of Montgomery County. This show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic and Team Sinisi Real Estate Group. Roger Stein Chiropractors have been voted the best chiropractic center in Montgomery County for many years. And it doesn't matter if you are infants, seniors, weekend athletes, or professionals, they treat everyone. Everyone they treat with a holistic, natural approach to relieve pain. And I know because I go and see her. And she really does a fantastic job. Uh, she holds certifications in arms, legs, feet, etc. Et she uh, helps you with clinical nutrition, prenatal, and pediatric care. So again, Roger Stein Chiropractic, located at 3033 West Davis by Conroe High School and Taco Bell on Davis Street. Team Sinisi, they are a real estate group serving the greater Montgomery County area. And, of course, they are your source for buying, selling, or investing in real estate. It's an easy name to remember, Team Sinisi. And it's 281-507-9777. 
So a few things happening around us. As you all know, it's Christmas time, and the downtown merchants, in, including one that's uh, a candidate sitting across from me, decorated their windows for uh, the Christmas window decorating contest. And we've actually done this for seven years. I can't even imagine, but we have gotten so many more people that have done that. So first place, because actually at Christmas on Main, the public takes the wooden tokens and puts them outside the box of their favorite window display. And there were so many. First place was awarded to Conroe Central Market. Second place went to Stage Right of Texas at the Crichton Theater. And third place went to Brownlee Jewelers. Brownlee Jewelers seems to always be in there. All seven years, first, second, third, it seems to rotate around. But if you haven't seen the windows, go by and check it out because they really put a lot of effort into that to give us that cozy hallmark kind of movie kind of feel to our downtown area and when you're down there go check out the conroe art league because they are open tuesday through saturdays and they have their annual affordable art sale with original art pieces from local artists so especially if it's for yourself or someone in your family that you don't know what to get well these are genuine authentic local artists and nothing in there is over $150. There's framed art, there's wearable art, and wearable could be earrings, handbags, wallets, anything like that. So go check it out to Conroe Art League. If you're thinking about New Year's Eve, which you should be by now, and what you're going to do to bring in 2022. Well, the Corner Pub is going to host the Casual Heathens. The Red Rick Tavern will host award-winning Steve Crace, and he's a blues dynamo mixed with southern rock. And then two black guys will be at Pacific Yard House. Or, you know what? You can go to all three. They're all within walking distance. Go to their Facebook pages for ticket information, you know, and check it all out. I mean, you can go by the Firm Meadery at Blue Epiphany Winery with Foss Brewing in between. Enjoy the holiday season, and uh, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back with you. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at teamsinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. I am sitting right across the table from John Hayfley. 
and we've kind of been to a lot of the same events together, but you have not been, so maybe he can tell us a little bit about his candidacy for County Court of Law 1, and he is uh, located on Facebook, Hayfley for Judge, and HayfleyforJudge.com. That's H-A-F-L-E-Y. So welcome, John. Well, thank you, Margie. I appreciate it. So this is exciting. Are you excited yeah. for the race? I am, and it's an exciting time. So, uh, yeah, it's the Christmas season, so obviously from now until around the first of the year, we're going to be taking a bit of a breather, putting, you know, God, family first, and the, what's the reason for the season. That's and right. Family's coming back from college, and we're going to celebrate that time. So, of course. Yeah. It's been a fantastic run so far, so I appreciate you allowing me to be on the show today, and uh, I look forward to any questions you might have. So how, when did you start this whole candidacy program? So it was early August. I want to say August 6th is when I filed the initial paperwork that we had to file to, to run. Um, so I thought about being a judge for about five years now. Really? So at four years ago, it's the same judges that are, same benches that are running today, uh, minus, of course, the new one, number six. But I wasn't going to run against the incumbents. They weren't going to retire. So I, I said, let me, I'll, I'll wait my turn. Plus, you know, family situation wasn't the same as it is now. And my wife and I talked about it four years ago, and we decided this would not be a good time. Um, then, four years later, it was the perfect time. So County Court of Law 1 was the targeted seat that I always wanted in this Why? county. It's a criminal misdemeanor court. Now, I know it's a court of general jurisdiction, and we all know that, but the judges have designated one as a criminal misdemeanor court, and there's nothing foreseeable that's going to change that. The majority of my experience throughout my life has been related to the criminal justice system. So I was a police officer for eight years coming out of college. I was an MP in the Army for the last 30 years, still serving today as a brigadier general and a division commander out of Fort Knox, Kentucky. So I've always had that criminal justice, military background. And then I was a prosecutor for two years when I rose to the level of chief of a felony court, and I was a prosecutor up in Walker County, which is Huntsville. So one was my targeted bench that I always wanted to be on. And once I found out, I heard that Dennis Watson was retiring, so I immediately contacted him to confirm it because I'm not going to run against uh, the incumbent or Dennis Watson at the time. Why? It was a choice that I made. It was a personal it's choice. Just, okay. Yeah, it's not like it's against the rules, but no. it was just a personal choice that I wanted to make. And uh, when I found out that he was retiring, that's when I turned in my paperwork the very next day. So I contacted him. And he confirmed it, and we had a, a good conversation. It was private, but it was a good conversation. And uh, I turned in the paperwork and, and announced my candidacy for county court at law number one. So how has it been? It's been exciting. So never a politician, never attended many political events. My first political event was in college when Reagan came to talk at my college, and that was my first foray at 18 years old into the political world. Um, and then... A few here and there, but not a lot of political events. I was a worked a lot of hours, a lot of hours in the Army Reserve. So I was a drive to work, drive home type of guy. Without, we did a lot of volunteer work with my kids through National Charity Roundtable, National Charity League. We did a lot of hours of community service. And how many children do you have? We have two. We have one boy and one girl. So NCR is for boys, and NCL is for the girls. And uh, 
we put a lot of time into that. My wife was in the junior league, and she's mm-hmm. always been in the community, always helping out. So she's been a, I'd say, a mainstay in driving us to make sure that we understand that we are extremely blessed as as individuals. And when we started out, you know, she married a sheriff's deputy who is making twelve thousand a year, who's working in a jail, and we together have built a, a miraculous. That might be a little strong, but a fantastic family with uh, with the things that they have and the means now to give back to the community. So we, we enjoy that. Uh, and she's the driver behind that. Now, into running for judge. Um, county Court at Law, like I just said, is a criminal misdemeanor court. And there's no indication at all that the judges are going to shift away to be in general jurisdiction again. Now, I've had, I'd say... So I looked it up just to make sure I could bounce my numbers around. Since becoming an attorney on my own, I've handled over 1,000 cases. Of those 1,000, I have over 110 cases that are family law related. I have about 60 that are probate related. So I've had lots of experience in other fields. I'm not a quote-unquote one-trick pony where it's criminal justice or nothing else. So I've had lots of experience in the family law and probate My last trial, in fact, was a family law trial, a divorce trial, and that's the last one that I've had, and it was about two weeks ago. So So people generally, though, come to you for criminal cases? Generally. So the majority of my cases would be criminal cases, for sure. Absolutely. And your Uh, office is in downtown Conroe? Downtown, right next to Mimi's on on Main Street. Mm -hmm. So when you're looking at Mimi's, it's the first office on the left. Or you go see Santa Claus. (laughs) Right. Yeah, if you see Santa during the... the, uh, Weekends. The weekends and during the Christmas season, we're Mm -hmm. right there. But yeah, that's where my office is. Been in Conroe since 2012. My office has been in Conroe. So that's why I'm running. I want to give back to the community. I've been, like I said, a police officer, and that's service to the community. I mean, it's not service to yourself. As a police officer, you never know what your next call is going to be, whether you're going to pull over a guy with a gun at this corner or your next call is going to be a burning building and you're the first responder. What are you going to do? you got to react immediately when you get there. been in the Army 30-plus years led 1,200 troops in combat in Iraq. Uh, we lost four of them, um, so that was, that was crushing to us. And it's, uh, I think servant leadership is important. I think mm-hmm. experience matters. I think leadership matters. So that's why I decided to run. If I didn't think I was the most qualified candidate, I wouldn't be running. To be qualified for a judge is pretty simple. Four years as an attorney, over 25 years old, and you live in the county for two years, period. That's it. So that's like 99.9% of the attorneys who fit in that category are qualified to be judge. But most qualified, in my opinion, you have to have a wide variety of experience to include, like I've just stated. It doesn't mean everyone running for judge has to be a police officer at one time. I'm not saying that. And not everyone running for judge has to be a veteran or serve 30 years in the military. I'm not saying that. No, but that's your qualification. Those are that's the qualifications, yes. correct, that I think set me apart from uh, my competitor. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever gotten your name on the line yet at the uh, Veterans Memorial Park? Yeah, so I've, I'm turning in my application to get my name on the line. So I missed the last one, and uh, yeah, absolutely. It's a fabulous. So 
what this county has done for veterans and and what will medcalf has done to secure that funding is is outstanding and it's if you haven't been down there please go take a look at it's it amazing. if you're a veteran go take a look at it mm-hmm. go go down there walk around look at the names on the line it's available to you if you're a veteran or if your parents were a veteran or if your grandparents were a veteran it's available to mark their service in time forever at this memorial so I appreciate what you all have done down there. It's been fabulous. And I've attended a number of events beforehand, and I was just the veteran down there like the rest. And now when you see it kind of from the other side, because you know all the people, I know every single one of the people now that are Mm -hmm. on the board, you get a different perspective of of what it means. And you see the tears in the crowd, and you see the, the joy for the names that are on there or the sorrow for those who didn't make it back. You can really... It's a touching, every time there's a tribute down there, I love going. Well, and you can have served anywhere in the country, any branch of the military, as long as you were honorably discharged. Right. Or current, active, whatever. So, all right, moving on. Um, So you've talked a little bit about your experience as an attorney and your background, and you've even contrasted a little bit with the other candidate. Um, is there anything you'd like to see done differently? If anything, I don't know. Yeah, so the court, county court at law number one, is uh, it's moving its cases at a, at, a, at a steady pace. There are some things, like all leaders in my opinion, your first 90 days in, you have to observe. You have to know what you know. You can't just see it from the other side and say, this is what I would change, because that change could be so drastic it would throw everything off. So in the first 90 days, do the observation, be the judge, be in charge, run the courtroom, and then start implementing the changes that you'd like to see. So I have worked in 40 different courts in the state of Texas, four zero, 40 different courts, and I've seen really good courts, and I've seen not so good courts. So I'd like to take the best of the best and kind of blend them into one court. So Number one, trials, trials, trials. I could list those as the first three. More trials need to take place. Why? Because that's what moves the docket. There are people that are sitting, waiting on their case for two years. That's not justice served to anyone, to the state, to the community, to the individual accused. That's not, that's not justice. So we've got to start moving with more trials. And what that number is, I'd have to see after the so first 90 days. You set them. You're in okay. charge of the court. You set the trials. You set them. You get with the county clerk. You said these are you the days. You don't postpone them. No. You keep them moving No, forward. you keep them moving. And you set your trial docket, and you set your trial docket pretty deep, meaning there's going to be a number of them that are on the trial docket because if the first 10 plea, then, you know, we still need to have a trial. We need mm-hmm. to have justice. So you set your trial docket. So – First and foremost, docket control numbers, docket control forms. What that is, let's say Sam. This is Sam. He is a person accused of something. He goes to his first court date. You read him all of his arraignment rights. He has a right to hire an attorney, apply for court appointed, or represent himself. Then Sam gets on a docket control form, which means Sam's first pretrial is an X date. Your next pretrial is at this date. You owe motions by this date, and this is your date that you're going on the docket. And you set that out up front. That helps you manage the docket overall. So Sam can't come back on the final docket and say, well, I didn't know, right? 
Or Sam's attorney can't say, well, I'd failed to file this motion to ask for so more time. So you make time. them accountable. You got to hold them accountable. Absolutely have okay. to hold them accountable. So that's first. You set their dates. And then you have trials. You just have them. And then so you the keep having them. So the reason things are postponed a lot of times are because the judge postpones them. Well, I wouldn't say the judge postpones them. Uh, just sometimes the dockets have to be managed. It's a teamwork. It's a teamwork between the court coordinator, the defense attorney, the state. There's a number of reasons. Trust me, from working for the state and working on the defense, there's always something that comes up. Mm -hmm. As a prosecutor, your number one case might be set, and then your your expert who drew the blood or your expert who examined the blood is on maternity leave. Okay, that's a good reason. That's not an excuse. You file your motion. I need a motion for continuance because my expert is on maternity leave. I think everyone understands that. On to the defense. Hey, you know, I have I'm defense counsel X, and I have three trials set next week. These are the cases. Based on the local rules, case A takes precedent over the case that's in your court, John. Can I have a continuance? That's a last-minute continuance that I would grant because that's what the local rules. So that's what I'm talking about, but... There'd be other cases below that that we can try. So you just have to manage your dockets. Just manage it all just the time. Stay on top of it. Manage, or I like to say command, because mm-hmm. that's what I was taught in the Army. When you command, you're in charge, so take command. Mm-hmm. Take mm-hmm. charge but of it. That's yep, so that's the first, first change is to have those controls, have lots of trials, and then utilize technology to the best of its benefits, right? We've learned a lot during this uh, Zoom court era. Some Zoom courts are terrible. Some Zoom courts are very, very efficient. So what I'm looking at, and I will make the determination after elected, is that we will have an open plea Friday, which means you can have pleas in front of me, pleas on Zoom, as long as everyone has the right paperwork, all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed. All day Friday, I'll be available to take pleas. And if the other county courts at law want me to take their pleas, I absolutely will do it. So that, that will help move cases also. Because so, sometimes attorneys aren't available on X date because they have all these other dockets. Right. But Friday is typically a pretty open date in the criminal world. So that's, hmm. those are the things that I'm looking at. That's interesting. Yep. Uh, that's, that's good information. So what would you want uh, voters to know about you? So two things that I would want voters to know. Number one, leadership matters. And why do I say that? It's not just because I've had leadership positions throughout my entire life, but leadership matters. You don't know what kind of leadership a person has just by reading their name. You have to dig deep. So I've commanded at every level in the United States Army possible, from company command to division command, I've commanded. And I didn't get to these other levels by, by failing to lead. Right, they I don't got gift there. that to you. They don't gift it. It's not something that is <laughs> it isn't given. It's something that the military does. <laughs> no, it is it is earned. Right. So I've right. earned the confidence of the United States military, which I think has earned the confidence of the entire nation, that I have the qualities to lead. So leadership matters, and experience matters. Experience in all facets of life, but all facets of the criminal justice system from. So I have one person, I always like telling this story, there is one human being out there that I won't name that I arrested as a police officer. I then prosecuted on a different case eight years later as a prosecutor, and then six years later I was appointed to him as a defense counsel. Hmm. 
So there's one person that I've had every aspect of his life, from arrest to prosecution to defense. Are you friends with this person? I think we are. At this point? I think we are. <laughs> we, we get along. We know each other. If we see each other out, we can say hi. It's, you know, it's, as he says, it's business. But that experience matters. So when a police officer is doing something on the side of the road on a video, I'm not just visualizing it. I 3D can remember those days, and I can remember how difficult it was or how difficult it was to knock on a judge's door. And when they knock on my door at 3 in the morning, they're going to know that door's open because I've had to knock on it. So I think experience matters in that aspect of across the board. In the defense community, they work with me. They know that I'm, that I'm diligent in my cases, easy to get along with. I'll cover for them. That's leadership. That's experience. And the prosecution world knows that I went through that. So I think those things matter. So that's what I'd want the voters to know. Experience matters. Leadership matters. If you want an experienced leader as your next judge of county court at law number one, then please come out starting February 14th for early voting and then March 1st. It's just around the corner. It's just around the corner. Valentine's Day. Literally. Two months from now. And there's a lot of forums coming up. So if you're like, I'm listening to this. I like what this guy is saying, but I didn't hear who he's running against. Um, come to the forums. Mm-hmm. Come meet me one-on-one. Go to my website. My website has my personal cell phone number on it. I'm not afraid of doing that. Contact me. Shoot me a text. Ask me a question. Meet me for coffee. I'll talk to you. Absolutely. And my email address is on there. Shoot me an email. I'll respond within 48 hours. If I don't, send me another one. Yeah, you respond pretty quickly. Thank you. Thanks. Well, and Try you to. have a very even-keeled demeanor. I know demeanor is important, too. Right. To judge. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the one thing that how is the court? We have seen some crazy ones. Well, I'm not going to. As candidates. And not in this race. I'm right. saying in the past. So there, there are different personalities out there, but. I appreciate you saying that because I, you know, things can get fast and furious at times. But like I often say, you know, if you can lead 1,200 in combat in Iraq, you know, someone badgering you on the bench is not going to affect you much. You know, you know you're going to walk out of there pretty safe. So you can't let that get to you. You've seen worse. I've seen much worse. <laughs> You've and, seen much worse. And things have been said, and people have been saying things, and it's, you know, that's part of, unfortunately, really? part of politics. I haven't heard anything. Yeah, there's things. Well, I guess. There's always things. You're out there in the battlefield, so to speak, right? So to speak, correct. So, and it's, and it's okay. You know, those aren't going to bother me. Those can't bother me. Well, but, I actually haven't seen any horrible things going on in Montgomery County. Or maybe I'm just um, innocent of it. I don't know. But I haven't heard any bashing of anybody. Yeah, so we... Uh, and Everybody I seems to get along pretty well. Oh, yeah, no. So my opponent and I, we were friends before this, and we... yeah, we'll, I mean, you're downtown. Right. We'll, we'll talk to you. see each other in court. I mean, you know... I'd say... Have vert- you worked on opposite ends he before, He and I ever? have never had opposing... We never had opposing clients in a family mm-hmm. law case. And I, I was a prosecutor, I think, before he was licensed. So we, he, I didn't have any cases Interesting. Well, that's good. on that. So we've never directly opposed each other that I can recall. And if we did, it, it settled out. It was insignificant. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember it. Well, that's but, cool. No, nice guy. We, he and I, we'll see each other in court two to three times cool. a week. No issues. We all live in the same community, right? Yeah, and I wasn't saying he 
No, but no, there I have didn't. been. I received private messages on Facebook that would just make you shake your head. But what can you do, right? It's all just go above the fray and just uh, stay move strong. Forward. Right. Yep. I mean, like I said, I haven't seen not necessarily this race, which I haven't seen in this race, but any other races, right. I haven't seen any bashing of people. Sure. Because yeah. nobody wants to listen to that. Nah. They no. they they just don't. They, that actually does more damage. I agree. So. So. I would ask people to focus on those two things, leadership and experience. Very good. So let's talk again about how they can reach you. Yeah, so Hayfley for Judge on Facebook. Um, I have a pretty decent Facebook following, uh, close to 1,000, I believe, right now. So um, get on Hayfley for Judge, look me up, or just John Hayfley. You can friend me directly. And then www.hayfleyforjudge.com. So F-O-R is spelled out. So Hayfley, H-A-F as in Frank, L-E-Y, forjudge.com. Those are the two best ways to, to reach out to me. Our next big event, January 28th, we're excited about it. It's going to be out in Montgomery, um, out at Dobbins Station. So we are excited about that. So keep an eye out. Love to get to know you. Love to get to meet you personally get to meet you and, and talk about things and ask it. You can answer. I will answer any questions that you ask. So let me say that clearly. I will answer any questions that you ask, even if it's not pertained to my race. I will, I'll answer your questions. <laughs> pecan or pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. Right. If it gets down to that, yeah. then is it pecan or pecan? Right. So that's kind of another one. Pecan. Yeah. And I've heard pecan. So, you know, I'm a pumpkin. Eh pie girl myself See, I'm a sweet breakfast pota- with coffee you know i'm a sweet potato guy okay there okay. you go there so you have it. have it all right so th- those are the differences okay well and thank you, you very much yeah and please don't vote for or against me because i like sweet potato pie right so really look at the issues with that's what's cream? important of course okay well then of course we're on the same page. right we're there <laughs> all right thank you john i appreciate it all right thank you very much for having me today i do appreciate it merry christmas to y'all all of you out there and enjoy the new year 2022 is going to be exciting Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N chiropractic.com. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at TeamSinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. What can the Better Living for Texans program do for you? You can learn how to increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables, 
Choose foods that are relatively inexpensive and good to eat. Make your food dollars last longer. Prepare quick, nutritious meals. Help your children learn how to eat healthier snacks and much more. Our program is committed to helping people like you improve your health through providing research-based nutrition education in a friendly, cost-free, and relaxed environment. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Hey, y'all. It's DJ Mike from Dan Simon, Texas. Join me Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. as I count down the top 10 Texas Red Dirt songs that are packing the dance floor. I'll be featuring local artists and the story behind the hits, shows in the area, as well as new songs that make you want to dance. It's Dance Time in Texas with DJ Mike on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5 KCZW and 106.1 KZCC, Conroe, Texas, or online, IRLoneStar.com. Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News, FM 104.5, 106.1, live streaming IRLoneStar.com, Facebook Live, Conroe Culture News. And I am sitting here with my guest, Sarah Countryman, who is mayor of Montgomery and running for county judge. The election time is coming up. Early voting is in February. Uh, and then March 1st is election day. So there's a lot of people uh, running for different offices, um, different candidates. And uh, Sarah, again, is running for county judge. And uh, you can contact her on uh, Facebook at Countryman for County Judge. And you just add a .com to that, Countryman for County Judge.com. And you can find all her other details. Or maybe you want to contribute to her campaign. After you hear her, you make that decision. So, Sarah, uh, you are a twice-elected mayor. I am. I'm ending my second term uh, next May. I figured uh, I didn't get fired. The voters voted me back in the second term, so I must be doing something right. How many? How long is a term? A term is two years. Okay, that's what I thought. Yep. Okay. So I'm in my I'm in my second term, and I'll swear in the new mayor um, and continue my quest to become Montgomery County Judge. Okay. So the quest to become Montgomery County Judge. There's two other candidates. Of course, uh, Keogh is up for re-election, and um, Who's the other candidate? Billy Graff. Billy Graff. I know Billy. Sorry. Just my brain faded for a minute. So much going on as we're in, entering the Christmas season right now. Amen. So <laughs> speaking of that, have you been running all over the county? I mean, I've done the county. I've been around the county uh, three times this week. Uh, every, uh, in every, one every day. Quarter. Right. It feels like <laughs> boom, it. Boom, exactly. boom, 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 uh, There's no, uh, no stopping. Um, I, I, I've told someone last night, I said, you know, I, if nothing else, I, no one will out hustle me. Um, I am going like you crazy, your name meeting with a lot of people. Out there. That's correct, and getting a lot of uh, opportunity to meet folks from all over the county and and really just tell my story and getting momentum. It's been it's been overwhelming. It's been exciting. Uh, the people of Montgomery County are our best asset. We have some of the finest individuals that live in this county and I didn't think I'd ever love a county as much as I do my my home county and uh, I love this place I mean they speak got, up don't they everybody's got an opinion <laughs> which is wonderful but and everybody's passionate so I love the fact that we've got so many people that get engaged and are interested that's awesome then secondly you know God bless us with a lot of natural resources too so we've got the forest and um, lake well the lake was brought in and uh, then we've got golf courses so there's nothing are you a golfer I'm a putt-putt golfer. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a golfer. So you don't play tournaments. <laughs> no. I, uh, you can ask uh, East Montgomery County Republican women. I, I played in the New Caney ISD, and uh, my first shot went completely lateral instead of that. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, so I'm you, dangerous. So you drive the golf cart. I do. Okay. Smile and wave. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have a fast car. <laughs> and don't get caught. That's, That's right. All. That's, That's right. All. So, but we know people, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, okay. So tell me a little bit more about your background. So I have been in IT sales for over 20 years. Um, with that, I built multi-million dollar books of business from ground up organically. And uh, I have learned to negotiate very well, as well as build a contract that both parties are okay with and, and happy with and to move forward. And it's very clear on how we're going to operate. So um, between that and then running for mayor, I was HOA president, and uh, our, our neighborhood um, was up in arms over our natural gas prices, and uh, I was as well. And uh, the mayor and, and two council members lived in my neighborhood, and they said, Sarah, there's nothing you can do about it. We've got a 30-year agreement. Good luck. Well, Ooh, that just changes things, doesn't it? Challenge accepted. <laughs> I, get, I get that. <laughs> yes, yes. So I went to city council, pled my case. The city attorney, along with um, the city administrator, said, well, we'll help you. Let's look into that. And I said, I'll roll up my sleeves, and I'll, I'll get the work done. Just tell me what direction to go. So I railroad commission, and at the end of the day, we ended up all getting a refund um, and found that. And, and, and I like the guys over there, but there was, there was, it, we got a refund. I'll just sit it there. And Happy so, residence. Right. And so upon that, uh, I had a meeting with uh, some folk, some people that had asked me to have a meeting in a garage and, uh, they said, would you be interested? And I thought I've never thought about it. Was it an ice house? It. <laughs> <laughs> it was a personal garage. Okay. And, uh, they said, would you be interested? And I thought, well, I hadn't thought about it, but why not? So I threw my name in that ring, and we left out of town that weekend. I told my husband on the way out of town, I said, guess what I've done? And he, I cannot repeat what he said. but uh, So you saw, you decided before you talked to your husband? I did. I did. That's real creative. That is. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, you know. That sounds like something I would do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, like, take the bull by the horns. Let's do this. Yep. It's a different right. challenge. I mean, wow. Okay. I was so. working full-time, a mom, and coaching soccer. I had a quite a lot on my plate, and I thought, well, let's just add one more thing because I'm not scared sure. of hard work. So uh, I, on the way back to town that Sunday, I started calling residents in Montgomery and said, if I did this, would you support? And I'd never got a no. And I thought, I think we got a campaign role in here. I remember so, when you did that. Yes. So I was I, uh, one of those people. I, uh, yes. <laughs> and you were. And so I, uh, I campaigned every weekend, sat on more couches than I could count, and heard the feedback and, and committed to make a change. And that's exactly what I've done. We finally have our first savings account ever, a capital improvement account. We've got a comprehensive plan that's actually going in place and voted in, and we are working towards looking for funding for that. It's a $12.5 million facelift to our downtown, which is our crown jewel. And uh, our historical, it'll add to our historical So this is all aspect. as mayor. In that is as yes. mayor. That is correct. Okay. And uh, we continue to <clears throat> collect more tax dollars than we ever have month over month in the city. As well as uh, I was able to secure birthplace of the Texas flag as our city trademark. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, everyone that mm -hmm. lives in the see we are the birthplace of the Texas flag. True. I'm very proud of that. So anyone that moves to the city in the, within the city limits gets a free Texas flag when they open a water account. Wow. Um, I, I think it's very important that we beat our chest about that. There is uh, nowhere else on this planet that can claim to 
be the birthplace of the most recognizable flag in the world. So uh, I'm very proud to represent oh, them yeah. and, and re- want to represent the county as well. Well, Do the and same from what thing. I understand, uh, out in Washington, other representatives follow Texas and what they do. Imagine that. What Texas so, does, they will follow. They that will exactly follow, right. Especially Montgomery County, too. So this is uh, big shoes, you know, that you're hoping to get. And uh, I want to know a little bit more. So your background and your skill set, you feel, helps prepare you to be the uh, county judge. Yep. Uh, sit on there with the other four commissioners. I want to make sure I got that. One, two, three, four. Yes. yes. And uh, uh, help decide on how funds are spent, budgeting, and other issues, right? Public policy. That's right. So basically, the mayor is uh, that works on public policy and budgeting. Um, and ensures infrastructure is in place. So going to county judge, it just moved my borders just, out from the city limits of Montgomery right. to the county. Just one le- different level. Absolutely. And I got a fire in my belly to do this. I was tapped on the shoulder a couple of years ago and said, would you be interested? And I thought, well, you know, I'm a career woman. I'm doing uh, Montgomery mayor uh, role for free. And, uh, and things, I understand just, that free concept. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and so, uh, they said, well, you would be paid. So you wouldn't do your other, cause I thought I can't do county and, and have a full-time job as well. And so, um, I started paying more attention and, um, in doing so there were some things that caught my eye and concerned me. And so in the uh, county, in the county. And when COVID hit, uh, I don't believe that we should have been shut down. Uh, we've got, the great thing about Montgomery County, yes, we've got big box, but we've got a lot of uh, independent owners, business owners. That, Entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. That need to stay open and to shut a county down and shut churches down um, by our current county judge was just uh, jaw-dropping. And has put people out of business. So uh, it, I I think that I would, I know that I will put our, uh, our residents and our taxpayers first and ensure that if there was another shut down or another pandemic or another um, something that comes around that would possibly uh, impact our county the way that the uh, pandemic did. It I would, hope nothing I, I, right. ever happens like Correct. the pandemic. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> but that was a once-in-a-lifetime thing, hopefully. The taxpayers <laughs> are first, right? So that's who, that's who I answer to. Mm-hmm. That's who any elected official in this county, they are the rock stars. And I feel like it's kind of been swapped where the, the the electeds think that they are the rock stars nope it's the taxpayer that that makes the money here that lives here that we serve and i would take that very seriously so is that your big reason as why because you think you could uh uh be a more fiduciary person to administer the funds or is it um just a new challenge or uh, tell me tell me a little bit about your why you want to be county judge sure. So fiscally responsible. Um, I, uh, I I don't know if you went to saw my commissioner's court uh, appearance, but um, my town and myself were misrepresented in commissioner's court. They uh, represented that I asked for five times the amount of money for CARES Act money that I actually asked for. And the original amount was just a little over 15000 So why misrepresent that? Not only that, um, I had to go on a wild goose chase to even get records request, which records request should be giving to given to the taxpayer um, because 
I believe in a transparent and accountable government, and that's not what I experienced. So along with negotiations, right now we've got an ERP system that $17.1 million the county has um, procured, and it has not been implemented, and it's failing. And one of the commissioners even said, well, let's just find something new. No, let's don't find something new. Let's make this work. Let's fix it. <laughs> let's fix it. So let's sit at the table and let's have those uncomfortable conversations. But let's walk away both going, okay, we understand with the path forward. And I'm not happy, but I compromised. Right. And so that's where we need. And that's in IT, too. So that's my strong suit. Uh, and you could there's everything's up for negotiation and everything's up for talking. There's always going to be a give and take. So let's make sure that we exercise uh, those options to their fullest. Have you spoken to uh, Melanie Bush as well? I have. County treasurer? I have. Who will also be county treasurer again? Yes. She yes. has no opponent. Absolutely. <laughs> I, we have, we've had a couple of conversations. So uh, amongst other things, there's there's some other things that are a little bit worrisome in the county. I know that um, 12 counties in the state received federal dollars, ARPA funds, and um well, I'm sorry, there, was, there were CARES Act funds, and we received $112 million. And every other county, all 11 counties, gave $50, $55 per head to uh, the cities that were impacted by COVID, and we are the only county that didn't do that. What did we do with the funds? Good question. Uh, my understanding is we owe the federal government $40 million um, that they're going to be coming calling Where'd for. Where'd it go? Um, good question. I also know that we have a half-million-dollar medical tent that has never been erected. Uh, that's sitting in a warehouse. And then two weeks ago, last commissioner's court, I found out there was two storage units that we have PPE uh, inventory in that we're paying $13,000 a piece. So $26,000 a month going to storage. Um, We can do better than that. I love this place to watch that kind of money and those kind of funds uh, be spent on nonsense. So we're throwing money away. Absolutely we are. Abusing power. Abusing power and, the, and hiding it from the taxpayers. Uh, have you been to, a, I don't know if you've been to commissioner's court, but the agenda. I just was there this week. A lot of the consent agenda is decided upon behind closed doors. And government should be for everyone to hear and listen and see. I will not be making deals behind closed doors. And I'm a wide open book. And when you make a records request, you're going to get an answer right away. Um, I When my record request went through, um, like I said, everybody was pointing the other direction, go there. And uh, you're supposed to receive records request in their original form. And, and Could it be that people aren't knowledgeable or about how to get it and follow through with the records request? The people at the county? Surely they get records requests daily. I'm sure this they shouldn't do. be a new thing. But is there one point of contact for that? <clears throat> yeah, there is. Okay. That's all. All right. So uh, you've told me a lot about uh, things that you'd like to see uh done better more efficiently and transparency and that so what other changes how are you different from your other two opponents besides being a female and having that mayor experience what else uh throws you off into a more qualified candidate what sets me apart is exactly. I've had I've nearly four years of experience doing this exact job. Um, that one of my opponents is in the position now that has has been in the same job, but our experience seems to be different. Um, I don't feel like we've got a transparent and accountable government uh, currently in this county, and that's what I want to bring. And you can go to Montgomery and 
Everybody knows. I will tell you exactly what's going on. You can take it to the bank. You may not like it, but it is the truth. And uh, I, I can't be bought and paid for. So nobody can come and influence me in one particular direction because of their agenda. And I don't have an agenda. The only agenda I have, if I were to have an agenda, is to be the best. Make sure that we are doing right by the taxpayers and the people. Um, the other opponent doesn't have uh, have any experience in this realm and uh, has not um, both they're both of them are preachers and they've made their money with by parishioners and and government funds and I have not I've been in the private sector and, and worked and hustled on my own and uh, I've had wild success in my life and found serving people have I've had great I've had a lot of passion for it and great experience doing so as mayor and I want to move on to the next step and, and do that on a county-wide basis and and get Montgomery County back on track and ma make sure that we are excelling and being the best that we can be let me ask you something different um, do you think as a woman you have to push harder and be more assertive and that this is a man's world because you would be the first woman county judge there's no doubt that the good old boy system is alive and well in Montgomery County. Um, I've heard some of our constituents say that they feel like only 10 to 15 percent of the county is being uh, served out of 622,000. That's I mean, there's, there's, a, there's no, a big miss. There's there. no women commissioners either. <laughs> there are no so, women commissioners. And you know what? What Margie? do you think about that? <laughs> I, I didn't pick my plumbing. God picked my plumbing. It doesn't matter what it is as long as you can get the job done and you've got a good head on your shoulders and you're a business person. Um, but I do think it was, I'm the third female mayor of the city of Montgomery and being the first county commissioner, I, I think that would, I would be honored to be so and, uh, and look forward to serving everyone. But at the same time, don't think for one second I haven't felt the good old boy system and the men are a little taken back. I've made phone calls to... Um, all the constables to meet with them, and um, I'm challenged to getting return phone calls. So uh, I'll be chasing you down. I'm not trying to ask any hard so questions. So do you think women have to work harder without for a doubt leadership roles? I think so, until they're proven, right? And so um, I'm ready to prove and do. But at the same time, there's no doubt that that ceiling gets higher and higher, and uh, the it just job pushes gets you bit. harder, right? <laughs> Ain't nobody going to out-hustle me. <laughs> right? Well, I don't know. I hustle, right. too. I know hard. you are, but, but for this but position. Far, yes, yeah. yes. I I imagine that this is a, it's a lot of work. Uh, your family has to be engaged, which I'm sure your husband is at this point, right? Yeah, yeah I didn't take it. We didn't take <laughs> so, it lightly. We had lots of conversations. And, about, and your daughter? Yep, absolutely. Uh, we had lots of conversations about my time. Um, I still am doing, still taking to school and doing what I can. My mom is able to help, which is helpful. My husband has helped. And, you know, I, before this campaign, I went to bed at eight o'clock and that's not happening these days. But we also know that the payoff is, is good for the county and, and good it's for short everyone. It's short time. It's short Absolutely. time to do this it's and run throughout the county. Not that if you were elected, you would then uh, not be out in the community, because I'm assuming you would still be out in the community, but just for not sure. five events a day. Or that's right. I'm eating my way like through that. MoCo right now. That's right. So, but no, I will still happily be engaged and I've got a plan moving forward. Um, when I'm elected, if I'm elected to be county judge, and how I'm going to keep a finger on the pulse of what's going on what's in all parts plan? of the county. Or do you not want to say? Uh, that will come out during okay. our uh, our candidate forums in January. Okay. We will wait and hear That's about right. that. Okay, so what is what are some of the most important things you would like voters to know about you? 
What I want voters to know is when you engage with me, I am listening. And I have had multiple people come to me that have issues within Montgomery County, and they believe that I'm the mayor of Montgomery County. And I have I, what I do with them is, is do a warm handoff. I am not that person. However, here's where you can find your answers, and these are the people that can help you. And I ensure that they are taken care of. There's nothing more ba- there's nothing more frustrating than an email that goes nowhere, or phone calls that don't get returned. That's so, true. That history, and so that's Absolutely. what I hear from the taxpayers all the time that they that they hit brick walls and they don't believe in government because they feel like that they're not being serviced and and so I'm transparent, I'm accountable. If I tell you I'm going to do something, Dagum, and I'm going to do it, mm-hmm. um, as well as I'm committed. I'm committed 24/7. I realize that this job is a 24/7, 365. And I mean, we have hurricanes. We still will have hurricanes. Absolutely. We have fires. We have other emergencies. And safety is the first and foremost thing on my mind um, for as mayor and will be as county judge. So make sure that our law enforcement is well equipped. Make sure our law enforcement is trained. Make sure we're ready for those those hurricanes, those fires, whatever is coming up. Our first responders are so important. And my dad was FBI. So although not a first responder, but I have a lot of respect for the firefighters and, and policemen and, and those that serve us and those so capacities and nurses. talking about that, in the last uh, uh, meeting that you had, Commissioner's Court, they talked about radios for the fire department. What's your thoughts on that and funding that? I think that's very important. We funded radios at the city of Montgomery, and uh, there was some there was some kickback, and some people have called them walkie talkies. Radios are extremely important, especially in a crisis situation, because you can go off of different bands. When cell phones don't work, radios will work, and it's important to have that communication. Understood. Okay, I'm behind them. Wow. So, um, what else am I miss? Are we missing? I'm just looking ready, You're ready to, to go serve. to work. So, yes, You're ready. So, as soon as primaries are over, we'll know who's going to be on the ballot uh, November 1st. And, and I hope that I'm that name is moved, I'm the name moving forward. In doing so, um, I'm going to take the opportunity March 2nd until November 1st, or actually January 1st, um, to understand more of what's going on. Have a lot of meetings with current county employees um, as well as the other elected so that. The day that I'm sworn in, I can get to work. You're already going. There's not 90 day. Let me get my feet wet and underneath me. I'm ready to hit it hard and then and make changes and move forward. So, is there a Democrat opponent? There is not. So this is it. This is the it. Primaries are it. Yep. So, and if I get 51.1 percent uh, March 1st, then I'll be the. There won't be a runoff. But if I get less than that, then there will be a runoff uh, in May. Do you anticipate then, that would happen? Uh you know, you never know with three. You never know with three. And uh, everyone I'm talking to, I'm like, I need 51%. 51.1, I need your help. Let's get there so we don't have to go do this again in May. So we just do it in March 1st and then November. And uh, and then you'll have a new county judge. And, and we'll get this county back on track. <laughs> Girl power. That's exactly right. <laughs> All right. So the best way to contact you is my website, www.countryman4. That's the number four countyjudge.com all my contact information is on there donations how you can how you can donate and how you can sign up to be part of uh the countryman crew if you will and if you want yard signs it's interesting i put yard signs on my facebook page yesterday and the amount of text and phone calls and i've got a lot to do here in the next few days to get signs out and i had to reorder signs which is a good sign as well so uh things are going well i'm very excited about the momentum um in this campaign and i look forward to continuing that momentum and moving forward and until 
November 1st. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Sarah. Thank you. I wish you luck. Uh, are you having any event coming forward that you would like people to know about? I am Besides having... Besides voting? <laughs> right, exactly, <laughs> That's exactly. the major one. Well, <laughs> d January 31st at Joe's Italian. Uh, I'm having a meet and greet. The Casper Zacks have been uh, nice enough to host that for me. And then I'll be having another one probably mid-January. Um, I've got a... I've got a very important endorsement and uh, just waiting to get that nailed down. But if you go to my website and also my Facebook page, just Countryman for County Judge, um, you'll see all the events there. Okay. Thank you and good luck. Thank you. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.